The envelope wedged above the lock on my front door warned me I had a visitor. I spotted it the moment I drove onto the gravel between my house and garage in the mountains, above Placidas in central New Mexico. I parked by the door and stood a few moments, listening to the wind and looking at the envelope. The sun had only two slender hands of blue sky left to fall, before dusk deepened the shadows beneath the surrounding pines. The air still held a trace of the late October sun's warmth, but the shadow near the house was chilly. A jay chattered on the mountain behind me, and a woodpecker hammered at a tree down by the county road that leads to my property. I had no sense of any presence but my own. Still, the part of my back between my shoulder blades troubled me, the part that tingles when I'm feeling vulnerable. The envelope was yellow. The advertising on the outside told me Jenny Murphy had probably won a million dollars if only blah blah blah. One end had been opened carefully. I shook out the contents, a key and a dollar bill. A word was scrawled hastily in pencil on the bill with a sharp, nervous script that I recognized immediately. Jenny. That sent me dashing back to the car. The uneasy feeling grew worse. Jenny was one of the five people who lived on my road, the only one I say more than hello to, and the only one who knew what a dollar bill signed that way meant to me. For the last month or so, we've had a standing date for Sunday dinner at my place. The groceries I'd picked up on the way home slid back and forth on the seat beside me as I drove. I didn't know what Jenny had tried to say with her dollar and her key, but they had bought my attention, brought my heart to my throat. I pushed the car as fast as the twisting road let me. Her driveway began less than a mile south of mine on the same poorly maintained road. I reached it in under a minute, slid into a left turn that showered the brush beside the road with gravel, and left a cloud of dust hanging in the air. Skidded to a stop by her front door, left the car running, ran to the house. Her door stood partly open and that stopped me. Jenny never locks her door, but she always closes it. I pushed it open with the back of my hand and called, Jenny, hello? Anyone here? The words echoed in the house. I stepped in. The door opened directly into the front room. It was in good order. Her couch, chairs, and loom were all in place, ready for sitting or weaving. The doorway opposite me led to the kitchen. A corner of her dinette cut into the opening, along with part of an overturned chair and a man's shoe on the Mexican tile floor. I called again. Jenny! Hello? Jenny! She didn't answer. No one answered. I backed out, backed all the way to the car, turned off the engine, pulled my current favorite handgun from the glove compartment, and stepped back into the house with greater confidence. I didn't bother to call out again, just made straight for the kitchen with the pistol cupped in both hands, and aimed upward at a forty-five degree angle, ready to point and shoot. As I approached the kitchen, the shoe turned into a foot, and part of a leg encased in jeans. There was something dark under it that wasn't a shadow, something sticky. And now I could hear the faint pounding of drums, the soft beat of a guitar from the back of the house, and a louder, nearer buzzing of flies. The thing on the floor could be ignored for the moment, the rest of the room held places where a body might hide. I'd been there often enough to know them all, 
and now I spun into the room crouched low. Both hands and the weapon drifted from one empty concealment to another. Nothing lived in the room but flies and me, and the flies were too pleased with their good fortune to pay attention to larger issues. I had an adrenaline rush going. That would have been good, but I'd slept with Jenny, fed her, cared about her, and suspected my own judgment. The adrenaline came as much from fear for her as from excitement. I controlled myself, breathed with my mouth open so the whistle of air wouldn't distract me, listened to the house. The radio played softly back in the bedroom wing, tuned to one of the Spanish stations in Albuquerque, not Jenny's normal station. Some woman lamented a lost love with those lingering cries of anguish and loss you hear south of the border. Ay, mi carida, mi amor, my darling, my love.'